Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 46, 10 Ways I Deal With My Own Procrastination, part two by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host, and I read to you every single day to help you optimize your life. We take great content from some terrific authors who have agreed to share their uh, books and blogs with you, and then we turn those into short podcasts that you can listen to on the go. And if you have any topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show, please do share those with us uh, by visiting oldpodcast.com. That's the word old, O-L-D, podcast.com. Now, as you might have noticed, this is a continuation post from yesterday. It's part two, so I'd recommend listening to that episode first. If you haven't already done that, that's episode 45. But if you're all caught up, let's go ahead and hear part two from James Altucher as we continue optimizing your life. 10 Ways I Deal With My Own Procrastination, part two by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. Surprise myself. When I was talking to Derek Sivers on my podcast, he mentioned a trick that he does for TED Talks. Always surprise. I love that. Always surprise. The thing with procrastination is often I'm bored with what I'm doing. If something's not interesting to me, I have a hard time finishing it. So I try to surprise myself. If it's a writing project, I try to think of the most outrageous thing that has happened to me recently and put it down on the page. And when I put it down on the page, I try to start with a word that is a surprise to me. Like, I might start a post, but then I forgot to tell you about the time the police picked me up and forced me to stay at a motel at the edge of town. If you can surprise yourself, it's a guarantee everyone else will be surprised. Hopefully in a good way. The but, forgot, and police all bring in the elements I need. Now I have to unwind them to tell a story, which postpones the procrastination. Start in the middle. Starting a new project is often the hardest part, so start in the middle so you don't have to worry about the official start. This reminds me of a Neil Gaiman graphic novel, Black Orchid. There's a superhero, the Black Orchid, that stars in the comic book, but right in the first few pages, she's shot and killed. And that's it, she doesn't come back. What a genius thing to kill the hero in the beginning, to create a pseudo-climax right in the first few pages. It's almost like he started at the end. I started this post with the list. Then I will go back and write the beginning. And by the way, the last line I wrote in this post was this one. End in the middle. Ernest Hemingway would anticipate his own procrastination when writing. He would sometimes end a writing session while in the middle of a sentence or paragraph. Then he would be more excited and be more aware of starting up again when he came back. For instance, if you are a programmer, end right in the middle of an if statement before putting in the then part. I just did the plan B technique again for the past 10 minutes. 
scheduled a lunch, responded to one email, and posted a few comments in the Choose Yourself Facebook group. Redefine the project. This is similar to the breaking it down into smaller chunks, except actually change the project so it's smaller. When I was building the website Stock Picker, which I eventually sold for significant money to thestreet.com, I launched with only a few features. I had planned for many more, but it feels good to launch and I wanted that good feeling. The same thing can happen now with other types of projects. For instance, books. The definition of a book used to be mandated by the big publishers and big bookstores, usually 200 to 250 pages and 60,000 to 70,000 words. Now this is out the window. Amazon and the rise of self-publishing has thrown out the definition of what a book is. I was just looking in the entrepreneurship category where my 270-page book, Choose Yourself, is number two. I sweated over that book for years. Number one in the category is a 24-page book probably written in a week. More power to him. He had a solid idea, he wrote it up, he published it, and now it's number one in the category. A person can do that every month and write 12 books in a year and make a living that way. Another time, I was moving into a house I had bought, the last one I will ever buy and which has long since been sold. The construction workers wanted six more months to work on it. I said no and moved right in. They felt so awkward with me right there that they finished up in a week. Was it completely finished? No. But then, bit by bit, I was able to hire people to finish what was needed. Launch first, then finish. By the way, plan B again. I just made two idealists. 10 things that I want to see virtual reality do and 10 TV shows and movies that have choose-yourself characters in them. Read. If I'm making a list like this, or writing a post, or planning a project, I often get inspiration in the middle by reading. I'll go back and forth between inspirational books, informative or well-written. One of them will inspire me back to what I'm doing. I can never underestimate the ability to absorb someone else's life by reading about it. I'm a vampire sucking out their knowledge and making my brain more powerful. This morning, in between the beginning of this post and right now, I read From the Stranger by Camus and Better, Smarter, Faster by Charles Duhigg, coming soon on the podcast. Give up. Not every project is meant to be finished. The reason you might be procrastinating is because your body and mind might know that the project is simply no good, but they have neglected to tell you that yet. One time I started a company, built a site, and raised $500,000 for it. I've written about it before, so I won't go into the details of the company, but it was a bad idea. I woke up the day after raising the money and I was shaking. I literally didn't want to get out of bed and start to work on the site. All I kept thinking was, this is a bad idea, and a year from now I'm going to have to explain where all the money went to all of the investors. So I ate the cost I had already put into building the website, I wired back all of the money and shut down the business. There's a cognitive bias called the sunken cost fallacy that applies to procrastination. When we put time or money into something, our brains feel like, okay, that's it, now I have to finish this. But it's just not true. We don't have to finish anything. Often it's good to take a step back and wait a long time, like months or years, or simply give up. This is why it's good to have other projects on the burner as well. Always make sure that no one project will kill you if you procrastinate on it or take a several-month break from it or even don't finish it at all. In fact, it's always good to have about five projects, no more and no less, going on at the same time. This gives you constant fuel as you go back and forth. You won't create your way into a hole with just one project and you won't feel overwhelmed with too many. Giving up is often the most productive and efficient thing we can do in our lives to move on to the things that are more rewarding in the short amount of time we spend in this crack of light between two infinite darknesses. 
I procrastinated a lot on this post. I procrastinate on everything, on all 18 of my books, on all 20 of the businesses I've started. In fact, this post is the result of procrastination. I'm actually working on a post, FAQ on quitting your job, but I am procrastinating on that post by writing this post. This was my plan B. Sometimes I procrastinate calling people back and then I end up feeling guilty and never calling them back. And there are things I am mid-procrastination on right now that I might never finish. Who cares? When I die, those projects will remain unfinished forever. But when I die, my kids and loved ones will be crying for other reasons. Or not. You just listened to part two of the post titled 10 Ways I Deal With My Own Procrastination by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks again to James. Uh, he's always got a unique take on things. And I'm gonna keep this ending short for you on this Sunday episode, but if you haven't done so already, please do subscribe to this show. Just click subscribe in your favorite podcast app, which uh, will get you the new episodes automatically and is also a big help to us in terms of podcast rankings. Uh, you can also hit the follow button depending on what app you're using and uh, either one of those would be great. We're now in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Audible, as well as some others. So thank you in advance for subscribing if you haven't already done that. And that's gonna do it for me today. Another edition of Optimal Startup Daily is in the books. Hope you enjoyed it, and thanks so much for being here, and I'll see you right back here tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.